Hello everyone, welcome to Dental Ailments Podcast. This is April, I'm back. And without Cindy today, this is my uh, solo show today. I just like Cindy, I'm going to elaborate on why I no longer am in, uh, in assisting. Well, first to tell my story, the reason I got into assisting is 25 plus years ago. I was going through ortho treatment and I was talking to the assistant at the ortho office and she kind of talked me into going into assisting because at that time I was like 20 years old and not not all of us know what we're going to do at that age. I thought, well, hey, dentistry is always going to be, always going to have jobs and always study work. So I thought, why not? So the school in my hometown, the college that had a hygiene program, which is which I was thinking I was going to do, had a two year waiting list. So I thought, well, in the meantime, uh, in those two years, I'm going to go to assisting school, get all the prerequisites and get a feel for the industry to see if I even like it. Well, after two years, of, uh, I didn't even consider hygiene anymore. I was thinking, you know, it's something you do all day, every day. And I wanted more variety. Well, after being with the same employer for almost four years, I ended up moving out to Oregon. So if I wanted to go to hygiene school here, there's a lot more options, but it was also much more competitive. So fast forward, 25 years in all my experiences I was so I had subbed for four plus years so I had seen so many different offices and how they operate and I thought and, and I had seen so many uh, instances where my cohorts were be, weren't being treated well or I wasn't being treated well and I kind of had enough of it. So you get to the point where you can only, you know, poke the, the temperamental, not the temperamental, but the really nice dog so many times and they're going to bite back. And it was at that point and, uh, you know, other team members thought they were a little bit better than the assistants. And I'm like, this, this isn't acceptable. We all are equal and all deserve respect. And just because we don't have an eight year degree or a four year degree doesn't mean we don't deserve respect. And also the assistance keeps that practice running. Without us, you can't produce, you know, they don't, they say we're not producers, but that's just not true. You know, we'd like to see a, a practice try to run the place without the assistance and it's just not, it's going to be a disaster. So anyway, about, oh, I would say about seven years ago, uh, I started, I, I decided to, sub, no, it was actually about 10 years ago. That's when I started to sub. And that's when I saw a whole wide range of how practices run, how they're managed, the, their systems and protocols. And in that meantime, having that, being in the position to sub gave me the 
kind of empowered me because I was in there to help. I wasn't a member of the team, so I didn't have to deal with the drama, the politics. And if I got treated poorly or if I saw someone else getting treated poorly and unfairly, it gave me the confidence to speak up. And I did. And it took some of the doctors aback a little bit because they weren't used to someone sticking up for themselves. And during that, it, they actually started to show me some respect. So that gave me a good feeling to be able to go into work knowing that I had, I'm going to say it, that power to defend myself. And it built up my confidence. Because it built up my confidence and also during that time of subbing, it built up my soft skills, meaning that I learned how to navigate better uh, around staff, the doctors, the patients, as far as my verbiage. Uh, I learned how to read personalities, uh, their energies, and what to say, what not to say, and how to present treatment plans in a way that was more effective. And as far as, uh, not the word I like to use, but conflict resolution, um, if anyone had an issue, how to take emotion out of it and be logical about it. So my, emotion, my EQ emotional quotient had improved. So with that, fast forward now to about three, four years ago, I decided to start consulting and help others, especially assistants, feel more empowered and confident and get the courage to, one, stick up for themselves, provide a better working environment, and also look for opportunities because they seem pretty slim in our position but if you look and if you try you know you don't want to don't wait for somebody to approach you you go out and you you go out and you do the hustle and look for more opportunities so like i said i tried i started decided to consult and i met up with cindy cindy and i met through a former organization we were working with and she had been consulting already but we clicked together and we both have the same type of energy and sense of humor. So it's like, well, I think we, we agreed we'd make a good team. So we talked about it and we decided there's a niche that there's, there's a segment of school that's missing. One thing I forgot to mention, I had taught as well. I taught in two different dental assisting schools and I, I realized how much I love to teach. So why not take that skill set and the desire to mentor and bridge that gap between school and their first job or helping out assistants and hygienists that are pretty new to the industry because any industry, you don't really know what you're getting into until you get your hands into it. So Cindy and I decided to form Root You On and what it our goal, our vision is to help students, newbies, have better skill cell, soft skill development, um, how to present treatment plans better, 
conflict resolution, building up their confidence. And one thing students probably don't realize is that they would benefit from a mentor at that time because who are you gonna turn to in, when you need someone to talk to about what do I do? So that's why Cindy and I are here um, because we've been there. We know how it can be. Uh, we wanna cheer you on. We want you to be the best you can be for the next generation of uh, dental hygienists and assistants. And another reason I got out of assisting is lack of regulation. You know, they can take anybody off the street and train them, which is absolutely fine. You know, I've, I've worked with assistants that were on the job trained and they're fantastic. But also we get more respect when we have a, that paper on our hand that we're credentialed or licensed and that we went through a some sort of program. And we've been fighting, we've been lobbying as assistants nationwide to be to have that become a nationwide uh, requirement. That's another way we can be taken more seriously in our, in our craft. Because um, some people do, do see this as a career and they love it. And kudos to them. And then another reason I decided to get out of assisting was even more amplified during the pandemic. Doctors keep asking why, where are the assistants, where are the hygienists? Well, guess what docs, the current, the old business model is not working. You bet you, the doctors have been in the same box for decades. Sure, the technology's changed. You know, x-rays are digital now, everything's going paperless, but that doesn't change the human potential. We all have talents that can be extracted and can be in our skill set that can be used to the fullest, to the top of our license and letting us grow. So if you still have the same business model where assistants are doing the same thing, you're not letting them uh, spread their wings, same with the hygienists, just working us to bring in production, that's just not gonna work. And I also forgot to mention that I'm a business owner. So I wear that hat and I see behind the scenes as an employer, what it's like to deal with employees. So I, I, I can empathize with you with that. I know what it's like to have employees and it's, it can, that can be tough too. But as an employer, you want, if you want them to be more productive, to be more receptive to your vision, you've got to give them opportunities to grow. And this goes back to the old business model. If there's those practices out there that aren't giving their employees opportunities to grow, they're going to be stagnant. They're going to go somewhere else or they're not going to go in the field anymore. And that's what we're seeing. And also with the pandemic, you realize which offices aren't just aren't up to code, meaning they're sloppy, they're dirty, they're not, their sterilization and infection control are just subpar. 
and that's not acceptable. You got to put in the, you have to budget for infection control and up-to-date um, equipment and supplies and keeping your, keeping maintenance on your equipment and putting the money into that because without it, we cannot work efficiently and productively to the top of our game. So Dennis, to answer your question, where are we? You gotta think outside the box and bust outside that box and realize that the old business model is just not working. We can't be stagnant. So my friends, that's why I got out of assisting. Um, I'm, I'm very hopeful, like a lot of us in the industry, that things are going to change. They have to change or just going to die out. And the dentists are going to be without staff. Yes, I know you say, like, there's ice light, for example, and jokingly say robots will do a better job. Well, you can try that, but it's not the human touch. And I guarantee that's what patients want. So keeping that in mind, we'd love to have people join us with you on. We, or if, if you know anybody that would benefit from a mentorship, please, please send them our way. This program was developed out of love and we know we want you to succeed so, so badly. Um, I'm sure you want to too. So we're here to help and cheer you on and help you down that journey. So go to R-O-O-T, letter U, O-N.com to sign up for our courses. They start June 17 and it's a self-paced. So you don't have to, it's not regimented where you like traditional coursework, you have to do it at X amount of time. This is, this is at your pace because we all lead busy lives. And also listen to, keep listening to our podcast, Dental Ailments, like you are right now. And we'll be having some raffles soon, like through, through Emmy Dent. That's like a $200 prize, guys. It's well worth it. Um, check out our, check out our uh, social media on Instagram and Facebook. And again, that website is R-O-O-T, the letter U-O-N.com. And everybody have a fabulous day.